RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right. What's up, guys and gals and everybody in between or questioning or transitioning or I don't know. I'm trying to be inclusive. Everybody, every human person, every normal person. That's it. That's how we cut through. Just cut to the chase. Good evening, normal people. All right. And I'm talking to, I'm not talking to Republicans or conservatives, just so you know. It's really, the whole thing is conservatism against uh, normal people in general. So my name is Tara Devlin, like it says right there. And we meet here when I can do a show. I'm trying. We're trying to do a show on a daily well, a set time and a daily basis. If uh, we get enough patrons, that will become a reality. Right now, I appreciate you all for not only supporting the show, but also being flexible and subscribing and hitting the notification bell so when the show starts, you get, uh, you get notified. So you can come hang out with us in the chat room like Ed, Ed the first, well, Ed the second, what am I talking about? And Suzanne and Richard are in the chat room so far. Welcome. Thank you, Richard, for your super chat already right out of the gate. Thank you so much. Richard writes, hi, Tara and everyone. Yeah. He's talking to you. So come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Yes. Um, all right. What else? Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Give the show a good review on iTunes. We've, I don't know, we haven't had a review in a while. I start wondering what's going on. A good review. Give us a good review. It helps. It helps get the show up in, in the, whatever, in the stats. Maybe one day we'll be somebody here. We'll be a contender. Because we, we have a lot of work to do. All right? I barely sleep as it is, so... I mean, I, I say I'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead, but I do need sleep sometimes. Sleep is nice. Isn't it? Doesn't that suck? Human beings are so, we have, we, we're so high maintenance, right? You have to eat. You have to sleep. You got to take care of your body. You have to, well, I'm not complaining. You have to bathe. I'm not saying that's a chore, but... It's just a lot of work. Now, we, that that's just to maintain our physical body. Now, talk about our emotional and spiritual well-being. Holy moly. And this is why we're in the boat we're in. Because in order to function in a free democratic society, you have to be somewhat, you have to have a certain level of uh, emotional maturity. That's really the bottom line. And I see what's going on in uh, in this country in general, because you see what's happening. I'm sure you see it as well. But uh, the, the we keep hearing about there are two. We're so divided. We're so divided. Right? We're not. We're screaming past each other. We're not listening. What am I going to listen to them? Okay. May you call me part of the problem, but I'm not screaming half I'm not, I'm not meeting a bunch of white supremacist traitors halfway okay 
Really? Is that what we're, we're supposed to do? This is how we're going to heal the country? By meeting a bunch of racists, liars, big liars, anti-democratic insurrectionists halfway. I don't think so. And so you see what's happening on the right. It's the same um, it's the same strategy that they've used forever and ever. We know that. They, they only have one idea. The only idea is make the rich richer. That's it. And in order to accomplish that, they, um, they need the divide and conquer strategy. The racist, the deliberate racism. Because they understand that you know that they're ba- there's it's it's a you, part of the human failing is that there are there's a certain mem- mem- what am I saying numbers of us of uh, humans that aren't oh, you know they're not uh, they're not that smart I'm I'm struggling for the words to describe but that is what makes them easily susceptible to these divide and conquer messages. So the, you could see it so deliberately in everything that the Republicans do and all of their media and all of, I, I was just right before going on the air, I was exploring some of the right wing um, publications online and what they're talking about. It's all, uh, it's all racism. It's all about denigrating Black Lives Matter in any way necessary and and telling people that really their problems are because of black lives matter you know that's the problem you see and how do you have um a detente with people who they don't even want to know they they don't it's not even about knowing the problem they know there's a racist racism problem they know that the united states was founded uh, in our original sin of of racism and genocide of course but they they know that but they can't afford to lose that that's why they are are actively continuously churning out any 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 bunch of bullshit to in ensure that they uh, they can continue to beat that beat that uh, that drum that racist drum because if they really see here's the thing if if you're a patriot like me and you like real pat I mean we're talking real patriots here I know that republicans the conservatives that's another thing that another reason i do the show and that that you support the show i'm assuming is because we're reclaiming the word patriotism and it's not just of uh empty words either because to be a patriot is uh you're it's progressive you're a progressive this country is a progressive initiative there's nothing more progressive than standing up to and overthrowing a king in an intergenerational aristocracy, okay? So I don't want to hear that shit for these goddamn stinking, stupid Republicans. No, it's not, you're not patriotic because you wear an eagle on your shirt, okay? When you're, you would be patriot. here's an example of patriotism, if an entire segment of the of your fellows of your fellow americans says 
we have a problem here. We are being pulled over. <laughs> cops, we, we don't consider cops like officer friendly. They're more like uh, an armed camp. They, 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 you know, that they're securing our neighborhoods like armed camps. We don't trust the police. We are getting, and then we have the statistics of people who are pulled over and then end up dead for nothing. Or even just minor crimes, like selling Lucy cigarettes on the street. You get, that's an executional offense. But the right-wingers would have us believe that that's okay. That, and uh, uh, so, but if this segment of the society says, this is a problem, we're in pain, and that uh, the other half of the society says, well, basically, F you. F you. That's what the Republicans do. But a, what a patriot would do would be what it, I want to understand. If you don't understand, of course, m most people with eyes and ears understand. But, of course, I never, I can't fully understand. I don't have that lived experience. I can only explain my experience, you know. Uh, but I could have <laughs> what Mother Nature endowed us which which is empathy so i could put myself in the shoes of other people and understand how infuriating and and painful and hurtful and how un unbelievably frustrating who's calling me every fucking day <sighs> I get a, I get a call. I think it's our revolution again. They call. I don't know. I guess there's a meeting or something. I don't know. Whatever. And we're, there's there's a terror buster coming on. So, um, what was I saying? Yeah. So if if you're a patriot and it's sort of like, you know, in your family or in your relationships, if someone, if you have a close knit family or friends. And one of your family or friends says, hey, we're in pain. I'm in pain. I, this is my experience in this family. And you say, what? Oh, F you? Don't worry. We all, we're all in pain. All lives matter. What does that do? It only serves to hurt, hurt the person more. So if you really want to have a functioning society or country, or whatever, you want to have a... Wait, hold on. Stupid music. Sorry. If you want, if you really want to heal this country and meet in the middle and all that crap that they talk about, then, then you would listen and absorb it and not just kick it to the curb and say, of course there's a problem here. Of course. But... It's... It, it will never... Don't... Uh, please, please, listen to me. I swear to God, I wish we would stop wasting our time trying to um, squeeze some humanity out of these right-wingers. They're not, they're not capable of it. So what we have to do how, do, how do you get around it? You stop pretending that they're capable of it. Just get out, you know, it is the re most refreshing thing yeah, um, it, to hear when, you, especially from somebody in pol in politics in government, is the most refreshing thing to hear is the truth coming out of them. So when, like, 
when Joe Biden and Jen Psaki and when they explain, no, we're not we're not looking for bipartisanship with Mitch McConnell. We're we're looking for bipartisanship with the country, with those who are reachable in the country. And he's 100 percent right. And that feels great to hear. It's stop pretending that the Republicans have any interest in a functioning government. They don't. So we have to reach those who are reachable and stop pretending that the others are uh, have any interest in it. I mean, of course, Joe Biden, that, that's probably not the greatest example in that sense, but because he's still in many ways, uh, obviously playing the game he has to with. Well, he's fucking, what am I talking about? Playing the game. I mean, whatever. He is Joe Biden, so he's been doing this for a long time. And, uh, I mean, it's frustrating, but, but, hey, whatever. At least it's, I was just saying to myself, could you imagine where we'd be, talk about frustration if uh, we had Twitler in office. All right, many things are going through my mind right now. Hold on. One of the things is what we were talking about. Um, Hold on a second. Like, you know, because the reason I'm bringing all this up is because of all of the more um, abhorrent experiences. uh, We're all, uh, uh, you know, black people driving cars, um, ending up dead, prematurely dead. uh, And it's disgusting. So... The the lieutenant who got pulled over by the cops, one of the cops got fired. I mean, I can you imagine what kind of uh, what what country are we living in now? First of all, let me just explain for those who don't who don't know the story. There was let's see, uh, what's the guy's name? L T. Karen, I think his name is. Army's most senior enlisted soldier uh, just came out, praised this lieutenant who was pepper sprayed by the police. Now, if you're somebody who's black, who's got darker pigment and you're driving a car and the cops shine their lights on you, uh, I would do what he did. Not even being somebody with darker pigment, even as ghostly pigment as I have, I would drive to a lit location you don't want to pull over in the middle of nowhere in the dark so that's what he did he drove for a minute and a half to the nearest bp the cops never identified why they pulled him over apparently they said they pulled him over for not having a tag but he had a temporary tag in his window because he had just bought the car. But what do, what do these cops do? They pull him over. They, they pull their guns. They immediately start screaming at him. Of course he doesn't want to get out of the car. He's got his hands up, both hands up, out the window. He can't move. He's, I can't imagine. Because of, he's not more than, more than a handful of, of people have ended up dead in similar situations. Is, this is outrageous. Just to be treated like that by the police. Do you understand that that's, this is like a, uh, a fascist 
it's a, it's like a lesson in fascism. We're supposed to be the land of the free. That means that the cops don't get to treat people like that. You see, this is how you cops are treated in a system that's not functioning. I mean, cops treat citizens in systems that aren't functioning. So what does that mean, right? When a, the cops can pull somebody over, they draw their guns, they don't even identify why they pulled him over. That in itself is a violation of his constitutional rights, right? Don't we have a constitutional right for to be secure in our person, places, and effects or whatever, personal effect? You can't just arbitrarily detain people and not identify what the hell you're doing and why you have your guns drawn. He didn't do a damn thing. Not only is he in uniform, but that doesn't matter to the cops. You see? Because he... It's like the same situation when the representative in Georgia knocked on the door. She's, she doesn't count. She doesn't deserve respect in their view. Same thing. He's wearing the uniform of this country. They don't... They don't care. What does... He could have been whatever. He could have been wearing... It, it doesn't matter. The, the clothes. Whatever it is, they don't recognize the respect. How do you pull somebody over and then sh um, pepper spray them in the face? For no, and for, for what? It's, it's unbelievable. Really, that means, you know, if, see, when I see things like this and, um, you know, people are like, well, if he just complied, what the hell? If somebody can get pulled over like that and pepper sprayed with guns drawn and treated like this, he barely got away. You understand that. There, this we, we could be having a very different conversation. Just like that young 20-year-old that was just accidentally shot by a cop being pulled over. Whoopsie. Why are you drawing your gun on a friggin' 20-year-old? In a car? What was he doing? He's, the same, in another situation, he had his hands up. Oh, my God. But here, I just wanted to play this. Um, I'm sure you might have seen the video of this army lieutenant being pulled over and pepper sprayed and attacked by police officers in a, in a traffic stop. I mean, what is this? But after, here's, a, here's some more body cam footage of them lecturing this this lieutenant. We'd be done by now. Look, you want to stop in a well-lit area because yes. you're nervous. Yes. The whole BLM movement, you're probably nervous and all that. They feel the same way. They're oh, they feel the same way. The whole BLM movement. Don't you see? That's the influence right there of right-wing propaganda. The whole BLM movement is making me free, afraid. So this guy is lecturing this, it's an EMS 
person uh, trying to clean the pepper spray out of the lieutenant's eyes explains, oh, we'd be done by now. So it's his fault, you see. We'd be done by now if only you complied. And did what? We understand you wanted to pull over in a lit lit area because you're afraid and they're afraid with Black Lives Matter and all. What are they afraid of? That they can't kill people indiscriminately without getting a reaction? I don't know. What the hell are they afraid of? That says right there that they, that his, his darker pigment played a factor in this because they're afraid because of Black Lives Matter? The guy's in uniform, for Christ's sakes. What is he doing? Nothing. He had a temporary check. He bought a car. And driving home with a dog in the back. And he gets this. Well, it gets better. Here. Nervous for their jobs and their lives. They're afraid. I get where you're coming from. They get where you're coming from. Let's, let's let this pepper spray kind of wear off and stuff. And then just, just have an intelligent conversation with them. Just have an intelligent conversation. Let's let this pepper spray wear off. Everyone cool down. What the f- He, the, the lieutenant, the whole time was trying to de-escalate the situation. Telling him, calm down, calm down, calm down. And then, psh, pepper spray in the eye. It's, that's white privilege right there. Because they don't want some... I don't care if you're wearing a uniform or a crown. No N-word's gonna tell me what to do. Calm down. Why? What gives you the authority to think? I mean, where do you live? Uh, Obviously, you're not living in in a free, constitutionally limited, democratic society. If you think that you're justified pepper spraying somebody in the freaking face while they're doing nothing, while they're sitting in the car with their hands up. It's outrageous. Oh, he got fired? Well, um, not only did... Well, the other thing he did was he said, I'm a, the lieutenant said, I'm afraid to get out of the car. And he said, you should be. You're fixing to ride the lightning which apparently is some reference to the electric chair. Well, how are you supposed to take that? You're, you should be fixing to ride the lightning? Oh, so you're going to be like one of the other people who a- ended up in a routine encounter with the police but turned up dead. And it never stops because even after the injustice and the disgrace that our fellow Americans have to endure under this. And then they have to endure the dismissals, the dismissals and the denigration of the, of the rallying cry, of the debasement of their basic humanity. And the fact is, we know that the Black Lives Matter movement is not just a... Uh, people with darker pigment. All pigments are involved. We know that. That's why the Republicans are afraid of it. They know. They know the time is 
coming to an end. The, that, the, the young people of this country are coming up and they're not having it. They're over it. They're over your bullshit racism. Not all, of course. Yeah, there was always morons. But they know. Look, for example, here. Let me show you. There's a, a um, here's where I get my right wing roundup. It's called The Writing. Alerting liberal audiences to today's headlines from the right. So it's, it's the, uh, T-H-E-R-I-G-H-T-I-N-G, The Writing. So, and it's great. It's a curated list of what these freaks are talking about. But look, look at it all. Every, I'm not, I, I mean, this is just the front page. So I'm not, I didn't cherry pick these headlines, but it's all anti-Black Lives Matter. All, and that goes to show you how not only needed, but how successful the Black Lives Matter movement is. BLM goes Hollywood. Here, BLM founder, co-founder spends millions on high-end properties, which... You know, it was a little curious, but well, uh, they're investigating what the hell. But why does society... Re oh, here's something that really got me fucking nuts when I was reading it. This is um, what I've been hearing on the right in general for all of the people who've been murdered, extrajudicially murdered by cops in the streets. Um... This is what the conservatives argue. Well, they were druggies anyway, or they were, you know, useless, worthless people. All of them. So they would, they, it's good. It's a good thing, I guess. They should have been murdered in the streets because freedom, right? USA, USA, USA. Land of the free, home of the brave and all that. All of the patriots. All of uh, these colors don't run... Freedom isn't free. That's freedom, right? In conservative, bizarro world. It's freedom to, to have an account, a routine encounter with the police and end up with four of them sitting on your freaking lungs and your neck till you're dead. For ten, I mean, for 10 minutes till you're dead. Or um, selling Lucy cigarettes. Same thing. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Well... Why, why warn? Because they weren't, they, as uh, this conservative bottom feeder writes, this is Parker Beauregard. Oh, he sounds like a real scumbag. I mean, doesn't that evoke images of some white, pasty, racist prick traitor, of course, sitting on the porch of his, uh, of his plantation? Beauregard. Why does society revere drugged up black criminals? I mean, how effing dare you? Just that that headline. Drugged up black criminals? How dare you? Why does uh, because George Floyd had a drug addiction. So did I. So did Rush Limbaugh. So did I mean, let's go on and on. Glenn Beck. Talk about Donald Trump Jr., except 
you know, uh, Donald Trump Jr. doesn't have the courage to get the help he needs. But this is the the argument here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, where the opioid epidemic uh, d- touches everyone, from Park Avenue to Park freaking bench. But I guess we're not. Well, some people are just throwaway people, and that's what Republicans want everybody to remember and believe. Now I. I hope, I pray that the jury in the George Floyd's uh, murder trial, and the Der- whatever, the Chavon, whatever the hell his name is, trial, um, I hope that they come to the, to the right decision and put that scumbag in jail. But most of all, I also hope that they, that they send the message that by doing that, that Everybody deserves to have, uh, you know, a shot. If George Floyd passed a counterfeit $20 bill, this is what apparently the cops were called, whether he knew it or not, he might have been somebody who wasn't doing it willingly or, or knowingly. But if that's the case, he should have been taken to have his day in court. That's what it means to be friggin' free. That's freedom. Being murdered in the street by an extrajudicial hit squad, that's not freedom. But, I mean, here, Brianna Taylor, G- Dijon Kazee, Jacob Blake, Daniel Prude, Rashad Brooks, George Floyd, each name has been a rallying cry for both Black Lives Matter and every believer in the manufactured narrative that blacks are oppressed by a white supremacist system and then killed by racist police. No, it's not. Um, it's not the system. You see, when these Republicans, when they peddle this bullshit, what they're saying is that the system is fine, everyone. It's the people. See, it's not the systematic oppression it's system systemic racism built right into the system it's not that it's the people they're lower it's a lower form of human they're barely human so you shouldn't shed a tear or worry about them they deserved to die that's the message the system is fine this is what they're saying when it's not. You know, this is so if what they're saying, you see, it, it's it speaks volumes about just how incredibly racist they are. Be, it, because in order to believe that, you see, OK, let me see. Black wealth here in the United States versus white wealth. You know, you have, um, insti- uh, what do you call it, uh, you know, generational wealth. There is a massive wealth gap in the United States in regard, not just in the, we, between the serfs and the lords, but between um, the, those lower on the ladder, you know, uh, according to pigment. So that's also, it's not because of white people being so much exceptionally better 
or worthy, it's because of systemic racism. That's it. Like, for example, so many people don't even know this. In fact, of course, they, if they listen to right-wing media, they would never find out. For example, in the New Deal, well, I think, it, I mean, it just sums it up. Like, for example, my father and uncles who served in the military, and when they got out of the military, my grandmother's house had burnt down. They, that's a whole other story. My f- grandfather was a drunk. He was smoking in bed. He burned the house down. And my father and his uncle and my uncles, they, because of their military service, they got the GI bill, which was, um, partly because, and because they were white, they were able to use their GI Bill money to buy a house. So they bought my grandmother a house using the GI Bill money. So that whole um, house buying thing aspect of the of the GI Bill was not available to soldiers who had darker pigment. Do you realize how ridiculous that sounds? But it's also, not only is it uh, ridiculous, it's that's systemic... Race, that's racism in a nutshell right there because you're legislating against a group of people to keep them down. See, they could, they could get into public housing. That was one thing that the GI Bill allowed <laughs> the uh, soldiers with darker pigment could, could get into. They got preferential um, treatment or you know, whatever you know the, the point system that they have if you're a veteran to um but they the soldiers with darker pigment were able to use their veteran status to get into public housing all right but they're not they weren't able to use their gi bill to to, to buy a home which is how many americans built wealth in this country built intergenerational wealth that they could pass on to their children. That's how it works. And this is how, for example, according to the Brookings Institute, a closer examination of wealth in the U.S. finds evidence of staggering racial disparities. At $171,000, the net worth of a typical white family is nearly 10 times greater than that of a black family. So in 2016, okay, net worth of a white family is 171,000. Okay, net worth of a black family, 17,000. So what this right-wing scumbag, what they're all saying there, is that it's just this whole opening sentence these names have been a rallying cry for both Black Lives Matter and every believer in the manufactured narrative that blacks are oppressed by a white supremacist system. Well, what the F is that? What is that? Because in order to see, here's the thing, in order to pass all, uh, all of these New Deal policies, there were a lot of racist carve-outs that had to be included to get the racist vote buy-in. Just like we're doing today. There has to be all kinds of corners cut and rollbacks and, and appeasement 
of the of of conservatives, which is another way of saying racist pricks. And we're still making that mistake all the time. I mean, this country, we would be so much more of the things that we pretend to be to the outside world, the, how great we are and all. We would actually be so much closer to being a great country if it weren't for all the compromises we've made with, with conservatives, racists, conservatives. That's the problem. Our whole, we've all, how many years? I mean, this country is less than 300 friggin' years old, and it's all compromises to conservatives. What are we compromising? You cannot compromise with humanity, with truth, with reality, with decency and fairness. So... In order to maintain this sick-ass system and keep it going, because ultimately it's the, the whole thing, the game is to make the rich richer. That's it. And ensure that the, everybody else has no means to do anything about, it's not about making the rich richer in that sense, but making, making a more perfect union, a, a more egalitarian equitable, fair union, uh, country that you want to, you know, that you can actually truly be proud of. So in order to be a racist like this person, Parker Beauregard, who wrote, I don't know if this is a man or a woman, who knows, it doesn't matter. Let me see. See what I, if it's the same as I'm picturing in my mind. Let's see, Parker Beauregard. I'm trying to see if they got a Twitter. Let's see if they have a Twitter. Beep, bop, boop, bop, bop. No, I can't find them. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but so in order for this person, Parker Beauregard, to believe what they wrote, um, that there is, it's a manufactured narrative that blacks are oppressed by a white supremacist system and then killed by racist police. I mean, not necessarily in that order. Maybe they're not killed in that, you know. But in order for them to believe that, they have to believe that the American people, that the gap, the black and white wealth gap is so e enormous because of the, I guess, inferiority, the, you know, inherent inferiority of people with darker pigment. This is what he wants us to believe. That's the message, the underlying message, and they're sticking to it, and they will keep peddling that bullshit because what else do they have? What else are they going to sell their dummies? You see, they don't have... Uh, they can't sell them uh, living wages, retirement security, health care. You know, you may not have health care or living wages, but at least you'll have racism, right-wingers. To the day you die, to the day you step off this mortal coil and your useless, wasted life allows Mother Earth to breathe a sigh of relief for a second... Because that's what happens whenever a conservative steps off the mortal coil. 
they mother earth keeps will always spin but she'll be better off only because what do they offer what do they bring to the table lies uh ignorance hatred that's their american dream i suppose right so um from the brookings institute the covid19 pandemic where is it where is it Where is it? I left. Oh, bah, 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 bah. hmm. That's the wrong article. That's the wrong article. Here it is. Um, yes, gaps in wealth between black and white households reveal the effects of accumulated inequality and, and discrimination, as well as differences in power and opportunity that can be traced back to this nation's inception. Oh, no, no. Parker Beauregard. It doesn't have that experience. That's what I want to know. I, who is this person? Because Republicans don't see the light, as we know, unless something affects them directly. So if Lily White Parker Beauregard isn't seeing any racism, then there must not be any. And the wealth gap between black and white households is so enormous because, hey, that's just the way God made us, I guess. And that in itself, ladies and gentlemen, is white supremacy. So, proving in that one opening sentence, that disgraceful opening sentence, proving exactly what I'm saying right here. Proving me correct. Proving that there is, yes, a white supremacist system that is oppressing our fellow Americans. Enough. Blue state conservative. Uh, th th this is the article. Because somebody has to say this stuff. Really? No, honey. Somebody has to shut their face. Look, and that's you. Some Because somebody has to say this stuff. Look, Reagan. A picture of Reagan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm being taken taken away by the by the pictures at the blue uh, the blue state conservative lincoln the lincoln memorial the cycling pictures oh we the people what do you know about we the people you hate the people you only like the white that's it because if you really cared, if you really cared, we the people, that includes the people. That, that's everybody, scummy. That's everybody in. Nobody out. Scummy. Ugh. Ugh. They are such legends in their own mind, aren't they? Lincoln. And we know that if Lincoln... Lincoln, just like Jesus. If Jesus came back, they'd crucify him again. If Lincoln came back, they'd shoot him again. That's, he was shot by a Trumpanzee of his day, right? A conservative. One of the freedom. Loving conservatives, meaning dupes, racist dupes. And here, here's this white supremacist... Beauregard, Bar Beauregard, Park Beauregard. What am I saying? Parker Beauregard. 
continues, had any of the aforementioned names been, here comes the real racist shit, been born of European descent and followed the same life trajectory, they would have immediately been discarded into oblivion after their unremarkable demise. Oh, really? What the fuck? See, again, they're the victims, right? Hey, white people are the real victims. Because if somebody, uh, what he's trying to say, Brianna Taylor, all of these people are, they deserve to die. And if they were white, nobody would care. So why should we care about them? That's his argument or her argument or whoever the hell they are. They would have been lucky to have even garnered a footnote in the annals of police interactions. What do you, I mean, you know, you ever notice how the conservatives, uh, their, their slippery slope or their what ifs are so, uh, they're just so full of shit constantly. Oh my God. It's not hard to see why drugs, violence, and chaos are not the recipe for emulation. So, Brianna Taylor, they're all, their lives were just nothing but drugs, violence, and chaos, according to that scumbag. But it doesn't matter. Now, we can go through each of the circumstances of, the, of our fellow Americans who were killed by police. But the facts truth, reality, that has no play in Republican, um, whatever, in their worldview, in their excuses. As we can see, it makes no difference whether the, what the truth is. Breonna Taylor shot in her bed. So that's somebody that we shouldn't care. I mean, no, it's, it, none of this is acceptable. None of it. And you're trying to tell what he, this fucker is trying to tell us is that it's something that just doesn't happen. If it happens in, if, to white people, nobody would care. That's such bullshit. It's not even a, a joke. I, I don't even know what to say. It's such bullshit. That somebody can live in such an unreal world with the inability to, to put themselves in the shoes of others. Well, what is the problem then? Why are people in the streets? Why? You know? I mean, I guess they're just whiners. Is that it? Black people are just low, uh, lower. Um, uh, they have lower abilities to earn a living for some for some reason, it's not the system's fault. You know, this is what these the they're saying. What this guy is saying in particular, but all of them. That is, this is the overarching message. But that's why, you know, to talk about it, I want. I wish I I could see on the corporate media. God damn it! Somebody challenged them with this kind of argument because. If they're saying that this is all uh, being pulled out of thin air, then what explains the wealth gap? 
there's no if there is no systemic racism, then why? What? Why is there a wealth gap? Why is it that um, interactions with police? You know, this is only the the we're only seeing them more because people are videotaping everything. Thankfully, thankfully. So, but what these right wingers want us to think is that oh no, I mean we don't think this. They they think this because I don't. I guess I don't understand how. Um, well, I guess it's just because they're. They're racist. They want to believe that. I, I I really don't get it. Why wouldn't you want to um, heal this country? It's baffling. But of course, I'm answering my own question. They don't want to heal it because they want. That's all they got. You see, they got nothing. Here, look at this. Here's more. Videos emerge of. Man shot by cops, brandishing gun. That's from WayneDupree.com. Another, he's one of their human shields. Black man shot by police in Minneapolis at the worst possible time. This is all on the writing.com. So it's all Black Lives Matter, this and that, to get these, to tickle these racist funny bones. And it never stops. But white supremacy is... That's the GOP rallying cry now. And it's barely under the surface. It's not even under the surface anymore. It's like right... It's not under the surface. It's over the... It's above. They're outright saying it. For real. For example, Tucker Carlson the other day... Here, wait. Uh, where's Where are you guys? Where's everybody? Let me see. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I love it. Errol Thomas on the chat. Looking at pictures of those so-called conservatives make me want to fucking puke. <laughs> it does. When I see pictures of Reagan... Ugh, all of them. They suck. Right, power do. Comply or die. Makes sense to me. Just do it, black people. What's wrong with you? That's another one of their excuses. Well, they just comply. That sounds like freedom. These are the same effers who couldn't comply with the results of an election based on the big lie. And... Which gets me to, I mean, the other things we're talking about tonight. That the Republicans are an irredeemable death cult. For real. Well, let's keep going. Actually, I wanted to play this Tucker Carlson. But it's all connected. Because that's all they have. You see, they are, they have become complete subservient to Donald Trump. The tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator envying, big lie peddling, insurrection inspiring con man, traitor, a traitor, an outright effing traitor. And we got to get to the point where Joe Biden and uh, people in positions of authority and power need to call it out. I don't care about uh, bi what, bipartisan with a bunch of traitors. 
it's treason. To peddle this big lie is nothing short of treason. What is the difference? You are fomenting an insurrection by telling the very stupid people who vote for you that they were that an election was stolen from them. Okay, and you're everybody knows you're a filthy fascist liar. They know it. Twitter knows it. They continue to lie about it, and people continue to believe it because they're stupid. But um, so they don't have the the they're the obstructionists as usual because what is they didn't work this hard to destroy the the new deal and the and the american middle class to turn the middle class into the working poor they worked their feverish little fascist fannies to the bone doing that and they're not turning back they're not going to what are they going to do they're going to now um, work with Joe Biden to pass infrastructure bills. No, they're not. They're not going to give a win to anybody because that means they lose. And this ups, this plan that they've had from the from the revolution, from the time that the the founders declared independence from the king. And the aristocracy and these scumbags, these conservative scumbags, uh, their ancestors of, the, uh, of these right-wingers today, they've uh, been undermining and, um, the, the democracy, trying to reinstate, you know, the right people in positions of power. You know what I mean? So it's not about the intergenerational monarchy. It's... Um, they don't care as long as the the right people can rule without the the plebs all right well anyway and in the so what do they have they don't have they're not going to work with joe biden on on anything so joe biden's going to try to pass this infrastructure bill it's not going to be um you know infrastructure week it's actually going to be something infrastructure for real they, the Republicans are already whining and crying about it. Um, of course, they are. They, and making up excuses that pulling out the same old talking points, the same old Republican dirty tricks, it's, um, what is it, tax hikes. It's, uh, it's a liberal wish list. It's socialism um, in disguise. I mean, all the same shit that they say they're not going to work with us. They don't because because they they're working on something else. And that something else is the is the end of the grand experiment in liberal democracy. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And we know in the it, if they are successful completely. I mean, they're they have been rather successful. But if they are permanently successful, we'll still have the trappings of democracy. Don't you worry about that. You will still be able to go and vote for your local whatever, your local council person or whatever. And but everything will be gone. You'll we will be living in a in a in an authoritarian state. But you'll have a lot of racism too. 
to keep you warm at night. So here, here for example, this is the, um, the how disgusting they are. They're not even hiding it anymore. It's sort of like Lee Atwater. When Lee Atwater's, uh, his instruction, or when he, that famous interview he gave, where he said, well, you start out saying N-word, 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 then you stay busing, and you know that blacks get hurt worse, and it's all about the dog whistles. Now, these dog whistles, there's no more dog whistles. They are actively, openly peddling a white nationalist, white supremacist agenda. And here's Tucker Carlson. And we already know that he's a big, uh, big, uh, what is not, the, well, he's a fan, but he, he's also um, one of the favorites of the, of the white nationalists in this country. I'm laughing because this is one of about 10 stories that I know you've covered um, where the government shows preference to people who have shown absolute contempt for our customs, our laws, our system itself, and they're being treated better than American citizens. Now, I know that the left... See, wah, wah, freaking wah. All of this, um, everybody's mean to us. We're too good to, uh, to the brown people. That's the underlying message there. And he's full of shit. Never forget that. And all the little gatekeepers on Twitter become literally hysterical if you use the term replacement. If you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate, the voters now casting ballots, mm -hmm. with new people, more obedient voters from the third world. But they become hysterical because... We're trying to replace... You hear him? Replace... American voters with voters from the third world? First of all, you fucking racist prick. You scumbag, chicken murdering piece of wasted human DNA. If someone from a quote-unquote third world country, if they become an American citizen, that's not replacing anybody. They get the right to vote, you scumbag. But that's... Neither here nor there for these right-wingers. You see? They... He outright said it. That here's the underlying message in everything that the Republicans peddle. Democrats are bringing in brown people to vote. And they're, re they're overwhelming the voting... I don't understand. I mean... If they are, then nobody's replacing anybody, you scumbag. They're American citizens. People who aren't citizens can't vote. But whatever. Reality is incidental. That's what's happening, actually. Let's just say it. That's mm. true. Here. Oh, really? Okay. Let's rewind that a little bit. The voters now casting ballots mm. with new people, more obedient Replacing voters from the third world. But they become replacing. It's beyond belief, the racism. Replacing voters for with voters from the third world. That's not how voting happens, scummy, you chicken murdering prick. If you use the term replacement, if you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current 
electorate, the voters now casting ballots, with new people, more obedient voters from the third world. Replace the voters now casting ballots with new people, obedient voters from the third world. That, that's a sentence he just said. Nobody, it's not like we have a top off where you, you, there's a limit for how many voters we can have. Okay, we're going to have to replace these white scums with uh, some, some of these democratic, more malleable voters. Because, you know, what we want as Democrats, it's so, uh, so nefarious. Everyone has health care. Oh, my God. Everyone can have a decent middle-class life and working, decent working conditions and live till, and, uh, till they can retire, you know? I mean, who could have friggin' imagined a more sinister scheme? When votes, people get to vote, and then their votes are counted, and then you have a functioning government where the rich pay their fair share of taxes, and we can invest in things like education, health care, infrastructure, because we're all paying a fair share in taxes, you know, unlike the richest people. In the, you know, I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous. Uh, the whole thing, their whole thing. See, that's why they need the racist um, funny bones to be tickled. Because otherwise it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense with it, but it doesn't make sense completely without it, of course. They're all, the only thing they have is they're telling their, their white um, morons who vote for them these, th th this heir to the chicken, the Swanson chicken murdering fortune is telling his easily led white morons that, that, I don't know, they're being, everything would be great um, if, I don't, if everybody got out of their way and let them be as amazing as they, I don't understand. Anyway, all right. But they become hysterical because that's that's what's happening actually. Let's just say that's true. If if look if this was happening in your house, if you were in sixth grade, for example, and without telling you, your kid, your parents adopted a bunch of new siblings and gave them brand new bikes and let them stay up later and help them with their homework and gave them twice the allowance that they gave you, you would say to your siblings, you know, I think we're being replaced by by kids that our parents love more. What the fuck is he talking about? So, is that the problem here in the United States? We're just too good to people who are immigrants who come here. I, I, I don't, are we supposed to, what are we supposed to do? How, here's my idea. Um, everybody in, nobody out. Let's, if you're, if this dumb chicken murdering scumbag is worried that somebody's getting a nicer bike than others, then what is his problem with everybody having nice bikes then? See, it always has to be we're at each other's throats. I got mine, so you better hurry up. Better watch out. Because here come some brown people. I mean, here's the message. And if you're so worried, this is the other thing that always gets me. If they're so worried about being replaced, honey, you've been replaced already. Stop holding on. Just fall quietly into obscurity.
We are tired of you. We're sick of your racist rants, your divisive racist lies. It might work in Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Moron, but the, thankfully, the majority of the American people are not as stupid as the idiots who vote Republican. I mean, there are far too many of them, frankly, for my liking. How many people? That's what gets me depressed. Because I think this makes um, so much sense to me. It's, does it make sense to be like them? To me, it's just evil and wrong and selfish and, and, and uh, prickish and anti-American and, and anti-human. But um, I don't know. This... They, they don't make sense in your soul. We know you have to believe a lot of bullshit. You know, and you have to really be somewhat um, emotionally, well, not just someone. You have to be spiritually sick to buy into their bullshit. You really do. Because if somebody sat you down, if you're, if you're a, a dum-dum who watches Tucker Carlson and you think you're going to be replaced, you should be replaced then. I'm sorry. You're not emotionally stable. You need to, you need a rest. If that's what you're afraid, what do you, what is, who's replacing you? And to what end? That's the other thing. Oh, so every, everyone who is, I guess this is what they're afraid of. The people with darker pigment, they're going to be, once they're on top, they're going to write laws that will block Whitey from getting a GI Bill or something like that. They'll be just as as prickish and worse. Is that it? Is that what they're, they're afraid of? Well, I doubt that because if you notice... You know, the right-wingers don't notice because they're not told this. And it's it's so annoying. I just have to say, um, uh, today, I have Spectrum as a cable provider. And I noticed, I was looking through the news channels on Spectrum, and they had Newsmax. News F and Max on, uh, on my cable list how is news now newsmax is a cable channel that's being pumped into people's homes with uh, nobody asked i didn't ask for newsmax who fucking asked for newsmax this is queens this is the most culturally diverse borough it's the most culturally diverse part of the country what are we doing with newsmax well, propaganda, that's what we're doing with it. Republicans know that they need to get their message out there. It has to be ubiquitous. You, everywhere you turn, you got to hear bullshit like that. You got to hear them say things like, oh, uh, the, the v- vote was stolen from Donald Trump, and there's an invasion on the border, and it's unbelievable. What are we doing with the Newsmax here? Why? uh, See, here's why. We're sick. The American people, what do you expect? You know, what do we expect when the country is awash with all this 
bullshit. All this propaganda. All these lies, these divisive, hateful lies. And people who are crying out in pain. This effing country is is a racist-ass country. We can't, that can't be denied. And if you deny it, you're adding to the pain of this country and you should be ashamed. You're not a patriot, you're a prick. And you need, and I'm, I say I'm a prick a lot tonight. I don't know why. I guess they're giving me a lot of opportunities. But um, what do you expect? It's sort of like we are what we eat, yeah? Right? You ever eat McDonald's? I don't eat my, that shit. I don't eat meat, as you know, but I wouldn't eat McDonald's. I ate McDonald's like years ago, and I hadn't eaten, even when I was still eating meat, I didn't eat that shit. And I remember one day I was at work, and a lot of people were like, oh, we're all going to order McDonald's. You want to order McDonald's? And I was like, all right, whatever, I'll try it. I hadn't eaten it in years. I said, yeah, all right, I'll have a cheeseburger or something. And I ate a, f- I ate this, this poor dead cow. The, may he rest in peace, or she. <laughs> and I, not, I'm not kidding. It made me sick, and I threw up. Because it was all, it was just shit. But what was I? Why did I bring that up now? Ugh. See, my mind is all over the place. Hmm. Oh yes, we are what we eat. That's why. So, if you, what do you expect with a country that doesn't value education, where half of the country, and in regard to education, they think that they're being brainwashed if they go to a government school, right? When, no, honey, you're not being brainwashed. And then the other, the normal people who, um, Tara, have you... You ever ate liver? No. Errol? No. That's disgusting. I would never eat that. I wouldn't have, I don't eat corpses, all right? I'm a, I have a completely corpse-free diet, and I highly recommend it. So, what was I saying? Oh, yes. So, if you are what you eat, and we, and, and we are what we repeatedly do right and we are what we yeah, what what the sum of our experiences and what do you what do you expect when people in this country they turn on the tv they don't even have to try oh here's a newsmax i always it must be news but to, but to the max let me give this a listen what's going on in the world and then they start being treated to nothing but friggin' right-wing, kiss-up, kick-down, divisive lies. What did we expect to happen? So, like, for example, when we when I was just talking about the education here in the United States, right? So we have right-wingers are like, Government schools. I don't want government telling us what to do. Remember when Obama wanted to standardize certain things in certain uh, curriculum in school? And that has to be. We need standardized curriculum. 
where the with young people, not, not to say things can't be varied, but there has to be a set ground rule, ground floor of what young people are taught. What is the history of this country? What is his civics? What are we, what is, re, what is a republic? What are we trying to do? All of the, the stories that mold a person and to and the uh, that make a citizen part of part of what makes a, a community is the sh- stories that we share if you don't have the same stories you're done that's another reason why i'm like this country needs to break the f up too that's what i think most most of all under it all um there's no reaching across the aisle let's reach across the aisle and split split it up but that's another story but here but you know here we go here let's just continue with this all right hold on here comes the music wait a minute bing bong bong bing bong bong bing bong 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 bing bong bong all right it's true. It's just true. You're being replaced. Everybody knows it. <laughs> and in another time, in another place, this wouldn't be acceptable. The American people would understand this is racist, fascist f- bullshit. But here, here's here's Tucker. World, but they become hysterical because that's that's what's happening. Actually, let's just uh-huh. say it, that's mm. true. If, if, look, if this was happening in your house, if you were in sixth grade, for example, and without telling you, your kid, your parents adopted a bunch of new siblings and gave them brand new bikes. Is that what's happening with immigration? And let them stay up later and them with their homework and gave them twice the allowance that they gave Where? you. Where? What are you talking about? You would about? say to your siblings, you know, I think we're being replaced by, by kids that our parents love more. And it would be kind of hard to argue against you because look at the evidence. So right. this matters what on evidence? a bunch of different How about levels, you show us some of it? Level, show vote- us some of it. You see, that's another example of what corporate media does. They don't, I mean, well, what do we expect from Republicans on Fox News? But they ne- they don't explain anything. Just p- keep on, It's you might as well be sitting in a bar with a bunch of racists. Because that's what it's akin to. Rights question. In a democracy, one person equals one vote. If you change the population, you dilute the political power of the people who live there. What? What? It's uh, it's baffling. If you change the population, you dilute the political power of the people who live there. Well, wouldn't it be that the people who move in are also living there, you fucking racist? Would this freaking, I mean, go take your chicken blood money and get the fuck out. I'm so sick of these right-wingers. I can't. It's so depressing. How does this shit come out of their mouths? I thought this kind of shit only came out of somebody's ass. You would say to your siblings, Wait, you know, uh, I think... Well, let me just hear this again. Hold on. ...become 
And I won't interrupt it. I'm sorry. And they're being treated better than American citizens. Now, I know. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have to re just start from the beginning. I'm sorry. I know. Reference to people who have shown absolute contempt for our customs, okay. our laws, mm. our system itself, and they're being treated better than Americans. Okay, yes. Who they are, they have no names, they have, n there's nothing, no video. There's video of everything nowadays, but there's no videos of they. They have a complete contempt of our laws and customs, whatever our customs are. We have a lot of shit customs in here. And it's embarrassing, the customs that we have. Like, I guess, a lot of eating of corpses without thought. That's a custom. If you question that, you're anti-American. Um, and what else is a custom? Uh, murdering. Uh, I guess guns. Guns. Walking around at Walmart with a gun. Whether you choose to use it, you never know. The, the citizens who just go to the supermarket to buy ice cream or whatever, you know, they're given into their pandemic ice cream urge and uh, they end up at the Walmart or wherever the hell you got your damn ice cream with someone, I don't know, how could you tell? Someone with an assault weapon or who's having a good day or someone with an assault weapon who is there to kill you. Who could tell? You know, you're just there to buy fucking ice cream and that's a that's a culture that's a tradition all right sorry then i guess i i don't know when they say what what are what's american culture i i don't know i got mine sucks to be you is that our culture we don't have a culture here when someone says what's our culture indifference Denial, ignorance, suspicion, paranoia. That's the culture. Because we have half of the country that are like thinking the other half is stealing elections from them when they, by winning, by doing the uh, democratic thing, but showing up, building coalitions, knocking on doors, getting your ass to the polls in spite of the Republican obstruction. Jesus Christ. That's the culture. What's the culture? Then I wonder, what is our culture? That's our culture? What's our culture? Uh, not giving a shit. Pretending to... To... I don't know. Uh, well, we have a very... Well, we have an authoritarian culture. This veneration of all things military... Just like any good authoritarian state. That's what we share in common. Other than that, what else is our culture? Being suspicious of our fellow American. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not suspicious of right-wingers. They're just, they're just fucked up. But the right-wingers, they think that, that Democrats, normal people, liberals, progressives, socialists, normal people... Humans are um, up to all kinds of tricks, trying to suppress them, trying to um, send 17-year-old sex workers, not, I mean, sex-trafficked youths to, um, to the beds of Congress people so they could be canceled. 
We're up to all kinds of conspiracies. All that whole conspiracy of trafficking children in a pizzeria, in a basement of a pizzeria that doesn't have a basement. We have all kinds of conspiracies. What else? Oh, well, the George Soros conspiracy to do I don't know what. I guess in increase his taxes. That's the other thing that these right-wingers never, they don't fill in the blanks. Well, to what end? They say, oh, they want power. What To do what? What power? What power? To ensure that nobody has to needlessly die without health care? What? The power to fix the freaking bridges and roads and, and extend the infrastructure to the dumbasses of this country? Just like FDR did. The Tennessee Valley Authority, those fuckers would still be sitting in the dark. Literally, like they were sitting in the dark figuratively. Our customs, our laws, mm. our system itself, yes, and they're being contempt. treated better than American citizens. Now, I know that the left and all the little gatekeepers on Twitter become literally hysterical if you use the term replacement, if you suggest literally. the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate, the voters now casting ballots, with new people, more obedient voters from the third world. But they become hysterical because that's that's what's happening, actually. That's Let's just say it. Happening. That's true. If, if, look, if this was happening in your house, if you were in sixth grade, for example, and without telling you, your kid, your parents adopted a bunch of new siblings and gave them brand new bikes and let them stay up later and help them with their homework and gave them twice the allowance oh that they gave God, you. you tedious You bore. would say to your siblings, you know, I think we're being replaced by, by kids that our parents love more. And it would be kind of hard to argue against you because look at the evidence. So right. this matters on a bunch of different levels, but on the most basic level, it's a voting rights question. In a democracy, one person equals one vote. If you yeah. change the population, you dilute the political power of the people who live there. So every time they import a new voter, I become disenfranchised as a mm. current voter. You fucking prick. If that's not white privilege in a nutshell, he, he's, he just explained it. He just might as well have said, um, your vote doesn't count. Mine is, uh, my vote counts more. Because what? Because I'm white? What? You're diluting the population. What is he talking about? Yeah, that's if somebody is moves in, and they become a citizen, they get to vote, even though they have darker pigment. You freak! But you hear this shit, and how many of the the white bobbleheads all around the country listening to this? Uh huh. Uh-huh, the KKK supporting racist pricks. Oh, they'll say, I'm not racist, but y you are. But you are. I'm telling you, you are. Just listen. L look at yourself in the mirror. And, s and look at w what you believe... So I don't understand why you don't understand this. I mean, everyone wants to make understand? a racial issue out of it. Oh. Ooh, the, you know, white replacement theory. No, no, no. <laughs> I love the way he does that. I know they're all going to say we're Nazis and everything. Yeah, yeah, bl baloney. 
They, they love to go on about Nazis. Oh, they're going to come go and come after me about being a Nazi, but <laughs> Pisha. Honey, if you're quacking like a, like a Nazi and squawking like a Nazi and walking like a Nazi, you're a friggin' Nazi. They're going to say replacement theory. <laughs> but it's just nuts. How can it be? You, you just malinformed your your dumbass viewers, who clearly hate life and hate America, and hate each other, hate their fellow Americans. See, they don't even see people with darker pigment as their fellow Americans. That's what it's about. You understand? Because if they did, they would, they would be open to change and listen. They would say, something is wrong in this country. We need to fix it. We need to fix our racist history. We need to move forward together as a more perfect union. That's the only way we're going to do it. Together. Nobody is... Um, no one is um, going to be in, get in their place. That's what the Republicans want. That's well, conservatism. They, hierarchy. And in that hierarchy, they are at the top. White men. Rich white men. Period. Everybody else, if you don't know your... Even this... I, the in, Hearing what he's saying is just incredible. That they're being replaced voters are being replaced by people coming in and voting by people because you can only vote if you're a citizen so if you if somebody picked up their life came to this sick country and they want to add value to this country they want to work in this country pay taxes in this country build a life in this country and they go through the process of becoming an American citizen, then they get to vote. They earn the right to vote. I would take a goddamn whole country filled with people like that over one Tucker Carlson. All of those uh, immigrants are worth more than one Tucker Carlson, who has offered nothing to this world, and, I, and especially the chicken population. Please, the world will be a much better place. What did he ever do? I mean, that's the, the worst part about Republicans. Not only do they suck... They don't add anything to the, to civilization. They take away. They detract. All right. As a current voter, so I don't understand why we don't understand this. I mean, everyone wants to make a racial issue understand? out of it. Ooh, the you know white replacement theory. No, no, no. This is a voting rights question. No, it's not. I have it's a less racist. political power because they're importing it's... a brand new electorate. No. Why should I sit back and a take A brand that? new electorate? Oh, my God. Why should you sit back and take it? No, honey, you're not taking It's called the, the American dream, you dumb chicken murdering bastard. 
you blood soaked you in the blood of chickens and people oh how many people did you give heart disease with those shitty what are they uh, swanson fam what are they called hungry man yeah ugh Look at, why are you always so confused looking, too? Being so white and privileged. I'm confused. Why? Why that, why that's, why you're confused? I'm confused by your confusion. But there, no, no, no. This is a voting rights question. I have less political power because they're importing a brand new electorate. Why should I sit back and take that? The power that wow. I have as an American it's guaranteed so... at birth is one man, one vote, and they're diluting it. No, they're not allowed to do that. Why are we putting up with this? Nobody's diluting it. It's people becoming citizens, and they're therefore enabled to vote. And if that means that more people with darker pigment who are going to vote Democratic because they're not morons and don't hate themselves like uh, Wayne Dupree or C.J. Pearson or uh, the other woman, whatever her name is, I can't remember. All of your diamond and silk and uh, yeah, the human shields, the conservative human shields. They get to vote. Everybody gets to vote. They earned it with their citizenship. You were born here? This is, what does that mean? So what? So effing what? Somebody who picks up their life and comes here. I know somebody personally, believe it or not. I know some people personally. And she is from Japan. She wants to be in this fucked up country. And I keep asking her, why do you want to fucking be here? I mean, there are other places, of course. There are better places. There are worse places. I understand that. But I'm, I'm curious. Why do you want to come here? She said she always wanted to come to the United States. And she always had a dream of living here and spreading, you know, Buddhism here in the United States and building a life here. And I'm... I mean, this is an, this person. She's just a great human being. And I'm like, we need million, a million more of you. I'll take one, one of one person like that who picked up their life and jumped through all the hoops to want to be here, to build a life in this country. I mean, that is that's the wealth of the United States. If we weren't so blocked up with all these conservative, constipated pricks. I mean, or assholes, as the case may be, we, we, um, more people would be able to appreciate that. That that is something that makes this country great. That we welcome immigrants. That we are a nation of immigrants. That's something that is. Uh, that's our strength, not our weakness. Because people who pick up their lives, you know how hard it is. Everybody hates moving. People to stay in horrible relationships because they don't want to move. So to pick up your whole life and come here to an, a country that's not your native tongue, that 
you don't have family here yet. You know, you build your family, but your your mother, your father, they're back home in Japan or wherever else. I mean, that's somebody, that's a go-getter. Isn't that what we want? But, of course. Not for a Republican, as long as they know their place. But this whole diatribe, the the Tucker Carlson diatribe, the it is a it's right out of he might as well have been reading Mein Kampf. Oh, and they're gonna say uh, uh, replacement. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. But the as being with the conservative, the whole conservative. Uh, mantra of never saying you're sorry they're they just laugh it off fox news is great replacement segment here's from well this is from the new where is this from nbc by casey mitchell author of american kleptocracy she writes or is that he i don't know For the past few years, white nationalists around the world have been worshipping a new framing for much older fear. According to these extremists, immigrants primarily from developing and predominantly non-white countries are flooding into the West, seeking to replace the current body politic. And um, if if that happens, then that's America, scummy. I'm talking to you, right-wingers. If immigrants come in and they become citizens, they get to vote. And if they vote you and your racist, whole racist party into a permanent minority status, that's America. You see, that's democracy, a constitutionally limited democratic republic. That's what you don't get to understand, it seems, that you... It doesn't, um, just because you were born here, doesn't mean that you get your way. Just because you're white, you're rich off the blood of chickens, and you you inherited a trust fund and somebody gave you a big microphone and a platform, that doesn't mean that you don't get to lose elections. That's the whole thing. Instead of using your platform to to promote your shitty policies maybe you should stop start doing that and stop promoting this racist bullshit that only serves to keep the american people divided and he has a large platform that's why it's like it's it is depressing because i'm like uh, he should be here saying please become a patron okay for real, if this country was functioning in the brain. But we're sick, and what do we expect? You are what you eat, we are what we consume, you, you are what you read, what you absorb, and this is what's going on all around us. All of this toxic, hateful bullshit, and some people, they don't even recognize it. They think, oh, well, that's just uh, news commentary. That must be true. Uh, they don't realize that it's just another day in the, the in, in racist history. 
except it's right out in the open. They they don't even see it. Well, the part of being a Republican, never saying you're sorry, but it's also being they're they're so racist sometimes that they don't realize it. What they're saying, they don't realize that they're uh, being racist. Well, because it's just so natural to them. When people point it out to them, they're that's when they take offense because being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. And instead of using that as an invitation or an opportunity to, um, to evolve, to become a better human being, to say, oh, shit, I, I didn't realize I had that blind spot. Oh, I want to be a better person and a better citizen in this nation of immigrants. So excuse me, you know, thank you for teaching me this lesson. They dig in their heels and they say, nothing to see here. I'm not right. Ra- oh, they just call us racist out of hand. There are a lot of things we can call you. You know, we didn't have to pick that one. We're calling you racist because it's true. Use it as an opportunity to work on yourself, to do something about it. Don't, you know, don't curse the mirror, fix your freaking face. You just call us racist. Don't you hate it being called racist when you know you're not a racist, David Duke? Don't you hate it? So Lachlan Murdoch dismissed the Anti-Defamation League's demand that the company fire host Tucker Carlson, telling the organization in a letter that his company saw no problem with the comments Carlson made about his racist great replacement theory. So there you go. They have a demographic, and they're, they're preaching to the choir. It's the right wing racist demographic somebody has to go for it sort of like the southern strategy but that's how you get more racists in the country and this is why it will it will never ever end because they have such a large platform and it's and it's being promoted we we will know we're on the right track this country will know we're on the right track if people like tucker carlson aren't given uh, large platforms that, that, you know, they get go, go scream into uh, on a soapbox somewhere, but pumped into the homes of millions of Americans. Um, this is not the recipe for success, a successful country. So um, here, here's the uh, statement from Lachlan Murdoch, another scum, Fox Corporation shares your values and abhors anti-Semitism. All right, sure you do. That's all you got to do is say it, just like Trump. You don't have to actually be a successful businessman. You just say it. And like the vaccines, you don't have to actually roll out 80 million vaccines by January 1st. That was his promise. You just have to say it. Right? That's what I should start doing. I should just start saying the number one liberal talk show on earth. 
<laughs> Maybe. Maybe I will. Uh, where are we? Here we go. Oh, yes. Fox Corporation shares your values and abhors anti-Semitism, white supremacy, and racism at, of any kind. Oh, we can tell by all your racist programming. Murdoch wrote ADL Chief Executive Jonathan Greenblatt on Sunday. In fact, I remember fondly the ADL honoring my father. Well, shame on you, ADL, for doing that. With your International Leadership Award? Oh, there you go. That's how we know how sick we really are. And we continue to support your mission by spreading filthy, fascist, racist tropes that will get people, people killed, that have gotten people killed and will continue to get people killed. But that's okay because we are in the money. We're in the money. We got a lot of what it takes to get along. Yeah. Concerning the segment of Tucker Carlson tonight on April 8th, however, we respectfully disagree. Well, what's to disagree about? Tell me why. He outright said that it's not the replacement theory if it's true. Oh, my God. A full review of the guest interview indicates that Mr. Carlson decried and rejected replacement theory. As Mr. Carlson himself stated during the guest interview, white replacement theory? Question mark? No, no, no. This is a voting rights issue. How fucking did, how stupid do you think we all are? They really do think we're as stupid as the people who vote for them. White replacement? That's like him saying Nazi. This isn't Nazi. It's just uh, National Socialism. It's not uh, pro-Hitler. It's just Hitler. Ugh. Wow. And and in another, uh, another retort, I'm sure they could just read back their own statement, say, as I said, just like our founder said, we abhor anti-Semitism, white supremacy, and racism of any kind. Well, prove it. Prove it. God damn it. Nobody has to, um, th th they don't have to come to this show or any show that's not a bunch of racists, right? And say, uh, uh there, there won't be a statement coming out saying, I abhor White supremacy, racism, and anti-Semitism. Because it's obvious. You, you don't need to make a statement. You just have to do it. You just have to be it. It's not hard. Jesus Christ. And it's right. Paradu. Um... Corporations, you're being called out on voting rights and democracy itself. The nation is watching. Don't fucking disappoint. Richard, uh, excuse me, Richard W. says, the rich are at war with the poor and winning. But why they own everything? Yep. That's it. They're, the, it's uh, out in the open, and they're not apologetic about it so 
there you go again. That's my proving me correct again, unfortunately. I wish I was wrong, but um, being a Republican means never having to say you're sorry. And this is the new thing with them. It's all, it's always kind of been there, but it's they have learned from Twitler to never say sorry. There is no apologies for anything, for, for the pricks they are, for the scumbags they are. For the insurrectionists, the haters, the the traitors, the greedy ghosts of the Gilded Age, the ghouls, the murdering scumbags. They they don't have to apologize for for outright racism. They can go on. You could explain, like Tucker Carlson, lay out the replacement, the racist-ass replacement theory lay it out and then say it's not the replacement theory it's voting rights and everyone's like yeah that's why we're sick guys that's why the country is in the state it's in why we can have nice things why we are uh the country is as divided as we are why that's why why we don't have universal health care. Why we're, they were able to turn this country from the most to the least upwardly mobile. They did it because of racism. And this country will never be a successful country. It will never be the, th- the things that we tell it ourselves we are until we deal with our racist history and our racist present. Until we actively become a more perfect union. It's like being um, an addict in recovery. you got to work at it every single day. Nothing is guaranteed. A daily reprieve on, contingent on the maintenance of a spiritual condition. It's the same thing with in life. It's like working out when you go to the gym. right? You go to the gym every day and you see results. And then you, what, what happens? You stop. You go, you stop going to the gym and you start eating ice cream for dinner and next thing you know, all of uh, your hard work has been reversed. That's the way it is with democracy, with a, with a republic, with the, con- the, the country. If you want a successful, functioning country that works for all, you got to work at it. You have to deliberately work at it you got to set these goals and they have to be out in the open like having uh, standards in education we're doing this because in order to have a functioning democracy we need an educated population with a, a story with an origin story that we share as americans all of this it matters we are investing, uh, like, for example, in uh, we're increasing taxes on the rich. We're reinstating progressive taxation. Corporations will pay their fair share because in order to have a functioning, constitutionally limited democratic republic, we need to ensure not only that everybody pays their fair share, but that no no one corporation can grow so powerful to challenge the government itself. I mean, all of it is about patriotism. 
progressivism is patriotism. We know it. It's about time they know it, too. And the Democrats, that's why I say the show is an unapologetic liberal talk show, because we don't apologize for being correct and being um, capable of cultivating a democratic society. That's why all of those um, soldiers are in Arlington Cemetery. We're here to honor their sacrifices. That's why we push for, um, for progressive taxation, living wages, democracy in the workforce, unions, you know, universal health care, all of it is to heal the country. Oh, boy. Hold on a second. The other, but, 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 there's a couple of things. I see the time, but it's all right. We're going to have a show. We're having a show. And you're, you're, I'm very happy, you're here. So, but anyway, we need more patrons. So go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and become a patron right goddamn now. Whatever, $2 a month. $5 $5 a month, whatever. How bad? I mean, we we need more people. And if you want a mug or something, please reach out. Others have reached out to me. I'm happy to hear and see that. I don't want any I don't want any uh anybody getting being upset or anything that I neglected you or something. If you, if you know, if you know, it's just me. So if you're feeling left out, then just send me a message on Patreon or whatever and say, I want a mug, bitch. (laughs) And you will get a mug. All right. Here with this mug, this mug of Francis Jr. Jr.'s work work what am i saying work his best work he did his best work that day look at him he put that hat on eyes reflected he saw some republicans you see he got very upset all right there's a couple of things i want to talk about what's the other thing <laughs> oh no oh god WM is back will you fuck off WM on Rockfin oh my god you don't don't you hate it when it's so easy to expose your bullshit narrative what are we what are you talking about you fucking prick get off my channel <laughs> You need to go to acting school to make your grifting more believable. What are we grifting here? What am I grifting, scummy? Get off my channel. You need to fuck off my channel. Coward. Okay. WM. 
Oh my god. You see what I gotta put up with? Thank you, Robin M. A little something for our conscious collective. That's right. I can't take him. I know. Paradu, WM can't get enough. Every fucking show. This st stupid, cowardly WM comes on Rockfin and says the same thing. My grifting. Yes, I'm grifting. This is a grift. You see how lucrative it is. I'm living in the lap of luxury. It certainly is a tedious bore having to deal with someone like you. Who's a, I mean, a coward and a bore. Oh my God. I just can't stand the, um, the generic avatar, the f fucking, you know, stupid moniker, WM. Who the fuck are you? Get a show. Get your own show. And then you could say everything. What bullshit, you fucking stupid prick. Oh my God. It's so easy to expose your... What am I saying? That's bullshit. You're a, you're a, a bore? You're a racist? I don't know. Oh my God. May the grift be with you, WM, bitch, says Paradu. That's right. Thank you, Shadow Star Ace, for your super chat. All right, let's play this one thing, a couple of things. But I, I just, I'm sharing this with you. I'm sharing the WM thing because I'm t I just want you to know. It's not all fun and games in here. You got to watch. I got to watch out for dumbasses like WM. Like one day he'll show up at my fucking door and be like, you're a grifter. You know what I mean? It's like, God. All right. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, I wanted to show that Ted Nugent. Well, the couple of things. The other the thing I want to talk about was that the Republicans. Well, let's talk about these two things just so we know what's coming up. Republicans are an irredeemable death cult. They've, um, uh, the insurrection, the treason, the traitor, uh, doesn't matter who, who got killed on January 6th based on this big lie. We know they're continuing to peddle the big lie, but, uh, time heals all wounds, even when treason is involved. They all have to make their pilgrimage to Maramoron to kiss the ring of the twice-impeached, tax-cheating loser, traitor, con man, sexual predator, serial bankrupt, fake university, vitamin scan, you know, all that. And they um, are uh, they're fawning over him. They rescheduled a part of they were having a, a, a get together all of the the haints and ghouls and snakes and and freaks and roaches all had to get together to uh, figure out ways to destroy the the country and they know that they have that the only thing that motivates their rapacious job of the hut orange con man is um, money so they they transferred some of that money into Mar-a-Lago coffers, 
by holding their event there. They changed the schedule to hold some of their event, their Republican grifter show. Uh, they, uh, you know, to to funnel some of their dumbasses' money into Donald Trump's pockets. And at this event, let's see, here's Rick Scott. Rick Scott gave Twitler a made-up award. They made it up for him because that's it. That's all of me. I mean, Donald Trump is um, and, and was a danger to this country for the mere fact that he is so easily played. But who? what does it say about the Republicans? I mean, he, Donald Trump is so easily manipulated. He's easily goaded. And also, um, he's, he's like, I don't know. I, I don't know what you would, what you would call this. In, well, it's malignant narcissism. That's what it is. This incessant need to be validated. You know why he needs that? He needs to be incessantly and continuously validated because he knows what a fraud he is. That's it. That is the, that's Donald Trump in a nutshell. I'm trying to find this picture. Here's Rick Scott giving this cracker, this, look at these two fraudsters. Now, Rick Scott was the CEO of a, of a, of a health, so-called health company, disgusting prick, who, ro- who robbed Medicaid. And this company and Rick Scott was involved with the the most prolific gr- grift of Medicare. The uh, he robbed Medicare. What's the whole story here? Hold on. I should have these things. Maybe one day. I mean, have the a producer that can look these goddamn things up. Rick Scott. See, that's what would happen if we had enough patrons to have producer. I would be talking, and then somebody would be like, boop, boop, boop. here's that article. Rick Scott Medicaid fraud. Yeah. Where? Where is it? Medicaid. Hmm. How come I can't find it? Oh, no, 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 no. Here it is. Rick Scott took responsibility? No, he took $300 million. This is an article from the Sun Sentinel. When the federal investigation of Rick Scott's former hospital company became public in 1997, the Board of Columbia HCA forced him out. Scott left with $300 million in stock, a $5.1 million severance, and $950,000 a year for five years. What does Scott call that? Taking responsibility. The governor's new Senate campaign, this is an article from 2018, seeks to rewrite the history of the Columbia HCA, which Scott founded in 1987 and led as CEO. Indeed, the ad is titled Responsibility and compares Scott's actions to those of strong leaders. Ugh. 
legends in their own mind. So here are two government, uh, two parasites who suck on the government teat uh, every day, especially Rick Scott. It, it makes you wonder. They all, I mean, Donald Trump, he found the most lucrative grift he was probably looking for his whole life when he was coming up with or signing on to Trump Network Vitamins and the Trump University. He should have just dove right into politics because he knows, I mean, now he really has a live one on the hook. And remember the other day when we were talking about how Donald Trump grifted his dumbass supporters into making uh, multiple donations, recurring donations to to his coffers. That's what the, the, what it was. Uh, the by by pre-selecting by having on uh, on the donation page, they would have pre-selected boxes that said "Make this recurring" or "Make it happen every week" at this, and uh, donate an extra hundred dollars. And you had to deselect things, and many people got duped. Well, now. The Republican Party, this this article comes out exposing this grift that Donald Trump's campaign was involved in three percent of the of the credit card fraud in the country last year. Um, the but after this article comes out, the Republicans, the Republican Senatorial Committee is also using that tactic. They're, they're using it now on their, um, for their donations, you see? So they didn't, it's not that they learned it, they just learned a new grift. Oh, look at this. Donald Trump suckered the dupes. Well, we can suck our dupes too. That just tells you everything you need to know about the Republican Party. They don't fucking give a shit. It's about money. That's why they will never not only do anything about racism in this country, but they will never do anything about getting money out of politics because that's the reason they get into politics, to make money for themselves and their, and their friends and to write laws to ensure that they can continue to grift the people in their phony, baloney, cushy jobs. And then they, which, to which they can give each other awards. Make and make up awards and, and hand them out to each other for being such great Americans. So Scott, who helms the National Republican Senatorial Committee, presented Trump with the first NRSC Champion of, Free- of Freedom Award. Champion, wait, wait, wait champion for freedom, not champion of, according to the committee office. This award is presented to conservative leaders who have worked tirelessly to create good jobs. Oh, really? Is When did that happen? Before or after the middle class slipped below 50% of the population during Twitler's term? <sighs> to stop the socialist agenda. Oh, that means to stop the everybody in, nobody out, we're in this together, universal health care, universal higher education, um, leave no one behind, patriotic, e pluribus unum, out of many, one, 
pledging our lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. Oh, okay. Every person for themselves. That's the Republican way. And that means I got mine and the rest of you can fight each other over the scraps while they laugh and suck on you like parasites suck a host. As president, this is the statement, Donald Trump delivered for the American people by appointing three, count them, three pro-Constitution judges. No, he, he appointed illegally and illegitimately three scumbags who have no business lording over anybody or judging anybody. Three lickspittles. Three America haters, in other words. Three people who, if they had any integrity, by the mere fact that they went along with Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump's uh, scam, scummy scam, to... Um, you know, by blocking um, President Obama by using their dirty tricks to block Obama and us by extension the, the, the people who elected him in two landslide elections you know, not like Republicans who for some strange reason in this effed up country they get to squat in the positions of power despite receiving fewer votes but you know they blocked, uh, illegitimately blocked us from appointing the judges that we wanted to appoint, that the normal people of the country got to appoint. When, you know, if any of these, any three of these fuckers, if they had any integrity, they wouldn't have participated in the scam. Because that's what it was a scam. And the, they don't have any honor by the mere fact that they that they didn't say when Mitch McConnell called said I'm not be I'm not involving myself in this this illegitimate scam this illegitimate power grab right if they had any integrity if they had any honor they would have taking themselves out of the running. Say, I'm sorry, nobody would, they didn't have to participate in it. Right? So, that's why, well, just an aside, every, every time the Democrats, this is why the Democrats drive me insane, because every time a Democrat gets in front of a camera, they, and they talk about the Supreme Court, they need to, Remind the American people that they're illegitimate. The illegitimate Amy Coney Barrett. The illegitimate Gorsuch. The illegitimate Kavanaugh. That's how they have to address it. But, you know, nobody listens to me. Except WM. While he masturbates. <laughs> he goes, I wish. I w-. And, he's, and it's like this. <laughs> I wish I could be like her. She's amazing. The, the, I'm just mad because she will never have, I will never have her. Or something. I don't know. Maybe he'll try to kill me. And then the show will get some viewers. Wouldn't that be great? 
be really good for the show. Let's see. President Trump is a proven champion of all Americans, Scott said. Oh, really? That's... Wait, 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 wait. We were there on January 6th. We saw. Is that, that's a champion of all Americans. You see how uh, Republicans suck? Through his administration, he made clear his commitment to getting government out of the way. You know, in installing, you know, the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. Get that out of the way. Because we got to get back to the one that the founders fought a revolution to escape. Right? Because when we get government out of the way, what do we have? We get all the rich. We get the serfs and the lords back. And that's the way it should be. Right, Ray? Ray, Ray? Where are you, Ray? Ray, Ray? Ray, Ray, come here, boo-boo. Ray, Ray? No one listens to me, except WM. Ray, you're so cute. What are you doing? He's looking around the corner. What are you doing? Come here, honey. You tease, he ran away. Ray? Get back here, Ray. I have to beat him later, I guess. Beat some respect into him. No, I'm only kidding. Of course. Getting the government... Through his administration, he made it clear his commitment to getting government out of the way. Shut the fuck up. Get government... Why don't you all get government out of the way and get out? Go to Liverland. Paving the way for American families and job creators to reach such heights. Job creators. Oh my God. Help me. Somebody. Make it stop. President Trump fought for American workers. Oh. See, it's sort of like how Fox News abhors anti-Semitism, racism, and white supremacy. Secured the border bullshit and protected our constitutional rights. Oh, that's right. More dead people in supermarkets. We are grateful for his service to our country. You stupid embarrassment to human dignity. How dare you? And our honor to present him with the NRSC's first champion for freedom award. And being a champion for freedom and a Republican means freedom. You are free to say the N-word. You're free to walk around Walmart with an M16. You are free to kill people if you are wearing a badge and that person has darker pigment. You're free to do, you're not free to do some things though. If you, hey, 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 if you get sick, you're free to uh, die without health care. You're free to never retire. Hey, who wants to retire? You can, when you can go to uh, Walmart and say, welcome to Walmart. 
in your golden years? Who wants to sit on the beach and uh, play pinochle with your pals you, when you can sit in a Walmart vest and say, welcome to Walmart? Then you have meaning in your life. The NRSC award was presented to Trump on the same weekend he made news that may or may not be in Scott's political interest. Scott, who has contended the so-called civil war in the Republican Party, was over, was likely not mollified by Trump calling Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell a dumb son of a bitch. Because the big lie... However, by Monday evening, Scott found his way to tweet on his political Scott for Florida handle. President Trump is reported to have referred to Senator McConnell on Saturday as a dumb SOB. As all of my colleagues in the Senate know, this is not true. He's a very smart SOB. That was the wrong laughter. Nor could Scott be encouraged by any other of the bombshells from the weekend in South Florida. Blah, blah, blah about Ron DeSantis. Who cares? Oh, they all are tedious, aren't they? Oh, my God. But he's not alone. I mean, it's not just Rick Scott. I wanted to play this other thing. Nikki Haley. You know, it's so annoying. Nikki Haley is very annoying, like the rest of the Republicans. But one of the reasons she's annoying is that just because she's a woman and Republicans, they periodically put her forward. Oh, she's, we love Nikki Haley. I know that she's another one that uh, Megan McCain always touts as some kind of great leader. Nikki Haley is a freaking embarrassment. Like all Republicans, she doesn't bring anything to the table. Never did. And the fact that she plays along with Twitler and oh, and always played along with him until apparently January 6th. Like Lindsey Graham, remember Miss Lindsey going, I'm out. Peace out, hair. Well, I guess it wasn't you who died. It wasn't Nikki Haley. She didn't die. Lindsey Graham didn't die. They didn't get to hang Mike Pence. And I wonder if... They actually were successful and found Nancy Pelosi, Mike Pence, Chuck Schumer. This is who they were gunning for. I wonder if they had were successful in murdering the uh, the vice president, speaker of the house, and the majority leader. What would what would the Republicans be doing now? Would they still be? Uh, such such lick spittles now now you have to wonder I, I and i know the answer to this question if they were successful in murdering nancy pelosi 
you realize that the Republicans, they would be cool with that. They're fine with that. I don't know. If, what would happen if they were successful, if these insurrectionists, these white supremacist insurrectionists were successful in killing Mike Pence? I don't think their behavior today would be any different than it is, which is the night of the assault... They were all, I'm out, peace out, I'm out of here, I'm a, a count me out. Now, they're all like, yes, sir, you're the greatest. You brought back America from hell, the pits of hell we were living in with that darker pigment person and that darker pigment wife of his. That Oh, they didn't know their place. They were just too uppity telling everybody what to do trying to be the president what is, what even though they got the most votes but we that don't always mean anything well nikki haley the night of of january 6th remember nikki haley breaks with trump this is from the hill former u.s ambassador to the united nations nikki haley issued a stunning remarks be breaking with former President Trump telling Politico in an interview published on Friday that she believes he let us down. We, we need to acknowledge he let us down. Haley, who served in her ambassador role under Trump, said he went down a path he shouldn't have and we shouldn't have followed him but we're such scum-sucking, self-serving, self-seeking, America-hating ghouls. Well, I added that part. And we shouldn't have listened to him. And we can't let that happen again. Okay. But January 6th, that was like five lifetimes ago in Trump years. And... Things have certainly changed. Today, they asked you know, this great woman, maybe Nikki Haley can be the first female president. They asked her, what, what would she do if he, Trump runs again? He still has a lot of popularity. If he runs again in 2024, will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump ran. And I would talk to him about it. You know, I mean, that's something that we'll have a conversation you about prick. at some point if that decision is something that has to be made. But yeah, I would, I would absolutely. I had a great working relationship with him. Great. I appreciated the way he let me do my job. Um, I thought we did some fantastically great foreign policy things together. And look, I just want to keep building on what we accomplished you and not watch it get When was the last sick. time you talked to him? Disgrace. After the election. Before January 6th or after? Before January 6th. Governor. Yes. He still has a lot of popularity if he runs again in 20... Well, I thought that we can't let that ever happen again. Haley's remarks are... This was from The Hill in, in February. So Haley's remarks are the, her strongest yet against the former president in the aftermath of January 6th Capitol riot and come as... Trump's legal team is set to 
present its defense of Trump. The House impeached the former president, blah, blah, blah. We know, we know. The former South Carolina governor told Politico that she has not spoken with Trump since the mob attack. When I tell you I'm angry, it's an understatement, Haley said. I'm so disappointed in the fact that, despite the loyalty and friendship he had with Mike Pence, that he would do that to him. Like, I'm disgusted by it. Haley said that the president believers he believe wait 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 that the president believes he is following his oath of office by challenging the election results adding there's nothing that you're ever going to do that's going to make him feel like he legitimately lost the election well that means he sucks and he's unfit okay bitch so he shouldn't run again and like you said on january goddamn 7th or whatever that we can't let that ever happen again well what a difference a couple of days made it's been about a hundred days since the assault there's nothing he could ever do that that anybody could ever do that's gonna make him feel like he legitimately no that that's because he's a fucking con man you dumb bitch Okay? I'm sorry. I don't have time to be polite here. Because clearly nobody is giving you the real deal. And for some reason... I, well, I guess because you're... You, you're an ambici- ambitious bitch. You put you... Just like the rest of the GOP... Cu- country? <laughs> Corruption over country. That's for sure. Self-seeking, self-serving, what? If all of the Republicans, they could get rid of him. You understand? He is, he's wounded. He doesn't have his platform anymore. They could ignore him. If they all ignored him in unison, eventually, let him, fuck him. Let him go off with his insurrectionists and go whine on OAN. It would get lower and lower and lower, and eventually the country would move on. But these Republicans don't want to let him go. He's a traitor, you scumbags. You know it, and it's nobody's going to, nothing you could ever do or say is going to make him feel like he legitimately lost. He is a fucking con man. It's not about him feeling anything. It's about the scam. And you know it, they know it, and he's sick. And if that's the case, let's say, let's put, uh, let's just be generous for a second and say, okay, let's pretend his mental illness is blocking him from seeing reality. Then right there and then, he's unfit. And you're going to put that unfit prick back in charge? Uh, but you're going to ask him first. What do you want to do, unfit prick? Traitor who killed, who got people killed, who will continue to get people killed. That's why these Republicans are dangerous to this country. They don't care about this country. Because if they did, it would be over with him. 
That would have been it. They would have been telling the truth. If January 6th was your tipping point, it should have been the day he came down that goddamn escalator. That was my tipping point. Or before. Please, when I, I, I live in New York, he's a goddamn carnival barker. We all know that. Jesus Christ. But, you see, where we live, if they really cared, now you understand, as far as the Democratic Party, I, I, we all have our issues with the Democratic Party, that's for sure. The establishment Democratic Party. And we do talk about it here. But one thing's for sure, a Donald Trump would never have risen to power in the Democratic Party. There's no way that, that somebody coming down an escalator calling Mexicans rapists would be, would be anywhere near the uh, winning, winning the primary. That would never happen. It would not happen. But Nikki Haley says, he's got a big bully pulpit. <laughs> That's what she said. No, she actually said it was smaller than average, but whatever. She should be, oh, he should be responsible with it. Yeah, that's right, Nikki. That's why when you, in the heat of the moment, said he shouldn't, we should never allow this to happen again. And here you are, a hundred days in, and, and, and you're allowing it to happen again. Haley, in the days of following the attack, said in a speech to the Republican National Committee members that Trump was badly wrong with his words. Doesn't that sound like you're talking to a two-year-old? You're badly wrong with your words, little Johnny. Those are bad words, little Johnny. And it wasn't just his words. Haley said at the time, his actions since election day will be judged harshly by history. Well, by history, it's only a hundred days out. Does this count as history? This, that doesn't sound like harsh judgment, Haley. Nikki, whatever you want to be called, whatever your name is. And it wasn't just his words. She's, oh yes, I read that. Haley said in Friday's political interview that she... Uh, that when she gave the RNC address, she was not expecting a whole bunch of love from that speech. <laughs> oh, yeah. But don't worry, Nikki. He doesn't have his Twitter anymore. So you're not going to be called fat or ugly or a pig or or, or somebody who's bleeding from their new, new nowhere, you know who and new, you know where, or how you would not um, pretty enough to rape or anything like that. So you wouldn't ha really have to worry about it. I know how much people love Donald Trump. I know it. I feel it. And, oh, God. And there you go. That's why I want to, I want my grandmother to come visit me in the night with two other ghosts from her of her own choosing. And... I need her to explain. How how you feeling now, Granny? 
You left me in this country? You brought yourself here? You brought my anchor baby daddy to... You You had my anchor baby daddy here so you could become a citizen. And now, you look look at us now. Look at this nut, nut house you left me in. Whether it's an RNC room or social media or talking to donors, I can tell you that the love they have for him is still very strong. No, that's called B.O. That's what you're smelling. It's not love. That's not just going to fall by the wayside. Well, it would if you stopped licking it like a lollipop. She went on to say, nor do I think the Republican Party is going to go back to the way it was before Donald Trump. Well, maybe that means it should be disbanded as the treasonous bunch of nest of ghouls, freaks, monsters, ghosts of the Gilded Age, racists, white supremacists, incels, you know, that it is. Just disband it. It sounds like an irredeemable, greed-centered death cult to me. Uh-oh, the cat's running around like a mad woman. <laughs> mad woman? Mad man? Mad woman, mad man, I don't know. Getting everybody's pronouns wrong tonight. Haley argues what we need to do is take the good that he built. He didn't build shit, you fucking dumb lick spittle. And leave the bad that he did. That whole insurrection murderer thing. <laughs> Pay no attention to the murder. The murder of, of uh, a Capitol Police officer. <laughs> it's sort of like Tucker Carlson's um, replacement theory. <laughs> this ain't the replacement theory. <laughs> Pay no, pay no attention to the insurrection, the murderous insurrection at the Capitol. <laughs> we just got to take the good, take the, you know, like they say in the rooms, take what you need and leave the rest. <sighs> and we, she writes, I mean, she says, and get back, leave the bad that he did and get back to a place where we can be a good valuable, effective party. At the same time, it's bigger. This is bigger than the entire party. It is? That's Trump for you. Yeah. Fascism is bigger. It's pretty big. I hope our country can come together. Here we go. Yes, we're supposed to come together with the big liars. The traitors. That's how we come together. We ignore the big lie that they keep on fucking peddling. And come together and figure out how we all pull this back. We all need to come together. That's them. That's the Republican. Just pay no attention to the insurrection, the treason, the traitor, the con, the grift. The continual lies. Pay no attention. Let's just come together here. Haley, who many speculate is a possible 2024 presidential contender, announced 
a new political action committee last month named after her. Oh, her stand for America group. Who cares? They're always full of this America. Everything's a patriot, America, flags, blah, blah, blah. You're not standing for America if you're standing with traitors. That's not standing for America. That means you're the domestic enemies the founders warned us about, okay? God. Thank you, Paul, for your super chat and your amazing, very cute dancing emoji that says you are amazing. That's very nice. You're making me happy. As happy as I can be. And thank you, Stephen Lee, for another super chat. Money talks and bullshit walks. That's right. And speaking of, all right, we know, I mean, Nikki Haley, I don't want to hear this any, uh, and I'm sure we will. Again, we will play clips of The View on this show where Meghan McCain is, uh, is praising, heaping, Praise on Nikki Haley for being some kind of uh, wonderkind or some great uh, leader, a female leader that we can finally follow, a conservative. When she's not, she's mediocre. She's a basic bitch. She, what does she bring to the table except a self-serving sycophancy? But that's what makes them great leaders in the Republican Party eyes, right? You give the racist permission to be as racist and ignorant as they as is their birthright. And then, on the other hand, you do nothing. You lead in no way. You don't set a good example. You, uh, you encourage morons to roam from sea to shining sea, uh, unfettered by any criticism. That, I mean, that's what it means to be a re- female Republican. What is Nikki Haley? What has she done? Except now she's worse. She's made the country worse. That's what Republicans do. Nothing. They're, they, they pantomime representative democracy, just like they pantomime being representatives, just like Nikki Haley pantomime being the uh, secretary of the UN or whatever, not the secretary, you know, the ambassador. That's all they do. They play the role. What's going to work here? What can I say? Am I going to be able to walk that fine line between treason and, and my own political freaking ambitions? It's never about the country, but the, you know, all about. That's what it says on the letterhead or the branding. America this, America that, patriots, stars, stripes, colors don't run, freedom, freedom. It's so, it's a, it's a, it's a con. It's a scam. Do something. If I, if she actually stood to her goddamn guns, metaphorically, and said, no, he's dangerous. This, he still refuses. It's not about him. Uh, he will never believe it. Fuck that. He's a, he's a liar. He's a grifter. God damn it. He's not fit for office. He still thinks, he doesn't think it, he knows he lost, and he's still lying. So, he's not fit. So, we, if we 
want him as our standard bearer, we're, we, uh, then I'm out of this party. This party doesn't represent me because I'm a patriot. I don't go, I don't ride with traitors. Ride or die with traitors? <laughs> Look at my hair sticking up. Oh, here's an, one last thing. I just wanted to play this Ted Nugent just for fun to prove how stupid the Republicans are. I mean, they really are. There's no getting around it. Although all Republicans may not be stupid, all stupids are Republicans. Right? Prove me wrong. So here's... This says everything. Here's Ted Nugent. He started trending today because he's said something stupid. But, I mean, what's, what makes today different from any other day? Oh, well, it was particularly stupid. And he went on a Facebook... He started this Facebook Live rant. He went into it... Uh, he was trying to promote some show he's having. God help us. I ain't scared. And this is how he starts it. I ain't scared. That's what I was, It's so fascinating. It really is. It's going to be fascinating. I kind of envy people in the future. Uh, and future Americans. Hopefully we will be successful. We will win if we, uh, you know, if full authoritarianism doesn't break out next, the next four years. But because we will win because we're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. It's true. We know it, you know it, uh, humans know it, but, um, what is, what's, I mean, uh, what I was saying, oh, wait, let me finish that thought, but, so the future generations, they're going to look back, and they're going to examine these conservatives, and one of the defining characteristics is they're constant, they are afraid, so what is this? You know, I mean, I ain't afraid. I ain't scared. What are you scared of? They have been told, well, this is what they're scared of. Constantly, they're told that they need to be scared of their fellow Americans in the conservative world. They need, um, well, and those fellow Americans, guess what? Have darker pigment. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's the people with darker pigment and the liberals. See, they hate liberals. And when they say liberals, they're not talking about people with darker pigment. Okay? They're talking about white liberals. Okay? I'm just... Remember, this is all through reading between the lines. So when they're talking about liberals, when they talk about arugula-eating liberals, Prius-driving, arugula-eating blah 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 they're talking about white liberals who are also um into, you know understand or are allies with black lives matter and in that that world that's who these republicans are fighting against they can they consider the liberals are traitors you know, they're not the so and the the people with darker pigment as as evident 
with every every video, every live uh, Facebook live murder we've witnessed against our fellow Americans with darker pigment, they uh, they don't consider people with darker pigment to be their fellow Americans. You know what I mean? That's what it comes down to. So the Black Lives Matter movement and the liberals, quote unquote, they're the they're the enemies. They're not fellow Americans, they're enemies. So that's why these conservatives are like, I'm not scared. What are you nobody's here to scare you, Ted. What are you standing up to? They're talking about us. They're talking about their fellow Americans. So the world that the conservatives live in is a really small and frightening world where they're surrounded by people who are not what they seem in their minds. You know what I mean? They're supposed, we're all supposed to be fellow Americans. We're all supposed to be Americans, but only some are real Americans. That's why you'll never hear a uh, uh, a a liberal or Democrat on the stump going around saying, "We don't want to be like these Tennessee Republicans or these uh, whatever West Virginia Republicans or Kentucky Repub." They, they only do that on the right. They talk about. New York values or Massachusetts liberals or Hollywood. They, they separate the country into real American and enemy camps. So I ask you again, how? How do we ever find common ground with traitors? They're traitors. Yeah. Yes, they are. And so that's why it, it, in conservative, bizarro world, it makes perfect sense to start a video out of nowhere going, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. What do you? Well, somebody who has to say, I'm not scared, is a frightened little scaredy cat. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Nobody's going to scare me. Scared me. I'm not scared. I, no one's going to take me. But uh, I'm not intimidated by nobody. Nobody's going to tell me what to do or scared. I'm not scared. Yeah. No. Who's asking? I'm, okay. Thanks for sharing. This is how he starts the video. I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Honey, you're frightened. And you're frightening, but you're you're very scared. You're tiny, small, little, scared. I ain't scared. I ain't scared of nothing. I'm, I'm really? so. Oh, look at the ducks. Oh, here. And then he. He must be on something. The ducks are flying over. Are you fascinated by ducks like I am? Do you know no, every songbird by its tweet and its Twitter and its bird song and its. Silhouette. I know every songbird. I saw chickadees, juncos, cedar waxwings, cardinals. Uh, up north, we have rose-breasted and evening grosbeaks. Down here, we have uh, uh, scissor-tailed flycatchers <laughs> and all kinds of warblers. Unlike Shut up. Keep, the, keep that scissor-tailed flycatcher out of your mouth. You traitor. Come on. 
a guitar warbler on it. Good morning, everybody. Oh my God. Just, uh, beautiful, Ew, albeit clusterfuck, gross. Wednesday, Isn't April he 7, a pedophile too? 2021. What's this? Get all these notices coming on my little handheld device. The Ugh. only thing worthwhile from China, except for the ringneck pheasants. Love the ringneck pheasants. Anyhow, good morning to you. We're getting ready. Wait, I had a good oh. night's sleep last night, so people are in serious danger right now. Because John Kutz on drums, Johnny Big on bass guitar, with Calvin Ross cheerleading, and Taylor with the mighty PA system. Tucker Hall tonight, the Ted Nugent greasy-ass, speakeasy-ass. Tucker Hall, Highway 6, 8 p.m., Waco, Texas. Roustabout, shit kicker, all American, ferocious soul music. Tight, grind fest. Real, real rhythm and blues and rock and roll. John and Johnny put their heart and right. soul into every song. Here we go. And we are not waiting for any authorization from any bureaucratic entity to say, you can go ahead and tour now. Do you know this year's tour is canceled again? Are you kidding me? The production companies won't let us tour again this year. Dirty, bastard, lying, scam, yes, all lies. smoke and mirrors, COVID-19 here, freaks. You know, I, I guess I would ask you, because I'm addicted to truth, logic, and common sense, and my common sense meter would demand the answer to, why weren't we shut down for COVID-1 through 18? There was a COVID-1 and there was a COVID-2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. COVID-1 through 18 didn't shut anything down, but whoa, COVID-19, even though it's 99.8% survivable, why didn't we shut down for the AIDS epidemic or, or the... F you see? There you go. Republicans are, they're dumb. But you see the way, not only did you preface it with, I ain't, I ain't scared. I, no one's scared. I don't, no one's ever going to scare me. You're, I pity the fool. I don't know why I'm making him sound like Mr. T, but... Because I'm addicted to truth, logic, and common sense. That's truth, logic, and common sense in Republican bizarro world. Hey, we didn't get shut down for COVID-1 through 18. Why are we being shut down because of COVID-19? I'm addicted to truth and common sense. We're not waiting for any authorization from any bureaucratic entity to say, you can go ahead and tour now. Do you know this year's tour is canceled again? Are you kidding me? The production companies won't let us tour again this year. Dirty. Dirty bastard. Bastards. Lying. Scam. Liars. Smoke and mirrors. Oh, yeah. That's COVID-19 freaks. You know, I, I guess I would ask you, because I'm addicted to truth, logic, and common sense. I'm sure you believe that, moron. And even after this, this faux pas for exposing his ignorance, it's not a, it's not that he's just stupid. He's an ignorant scumbag with another large platform that these scumbags don't deserve. This is what's making this country sick. They're sick. They're spreading their sickness. That's why the United States is the COVID capital of Earth, because of people like him and his Republican heroes in Congress and in government who continue to spread their bullshit. Even when they're proven to be stupids, the stupids will still believe them. 
Oh, we didn't get shut down from COVID 1 to 18. What's different about this? Lying scums. Everybody's lying to them, right? That's what we want to do. In the Republican bizarro world, this is what we're doing. We're not just trying to get through the day like everybody else. We're coming up with pandemic scams so we can make a shutdown for some fucking inexplicable reason. Because we just want to prove that we can make people wear masks. This is what Republicans say. And all those dead, that's all a, a big lie, too. Everybody is lying to them. You know what a sick world they live in? It's a very sick and scary and small world that not, nothing truth. He's addicted to truth. I don't think he'd know the truth if it licked his balls. No offense to balls. And my common sense meter would demand the answer common to... Common sense? Why weren't we shut down for COVID-1 through 18? There was a COVID-1 and there was a COVID-2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, No, there 14, wasn't. 15, you stupid, dumb COVID-1 through asshole. 18 didn't shut anything down, but whoa, COVID-19, even though it's 99.8% survivable, why didn't we shut down for the AIDS epidemic or... Or the flu, or the Spanish flu, or the, the bird flu, or the West Nile flu. Oh, we just flu, want to shut you down. That's what it's every about. Year. Take your freedom. They claim 500,000 people have died from COVID-19. Bullshit. Oh, fuck you. Could you imagine, you know, there are people grieving loved ones in this country, and then you got to endure the likes of him. Dismissing the grief, the death. This is why the Republicans are the the domestic enemies the founders warned us about. That's for sure. They're not human. Instead of offering condolences, they're like, fake, fake, fraud, fraud, hoax, hoax. Oh, don't, don't we wish... And they're so callous and indifferent about everybody else's death, aren't they? Only when it serves them. Some people deserve to die. Some people were supposed to die. Oh, don't get in the way of their what? Continuing to give a shit, not give a shit about anybody else but themselves. That's it. You see, the bottom line is, don't worry, Republicans. We won't ever expect you to go out on a limb and do something for somebody other than yourselves. Don't worry, we won't put, a, put that upon you. Because we know you're not capable of it. Every time that we have a crisis or we all need to be, be, be part of this community, be called to do our part. The Republicans want nothing to do with it. They want all the benefits of civilization, but none of the responsibilities. And it's worse than that. It really is. Because they, not only do they, it's not that they just shut the F up and stay home. They add ignorance, stupidity, indifference i mean they be, they act as if uh you know they're the centers of the universe why am i surprised 
That's them. The center of the universe. Crowded place filled with Republicans. I believe that medical examiners in all 50 states have gone, oh, I put down on the death certificate that he uh, died of asphyxiation, but they made me put COVID. Oh, yeah, who's they? Who, who? Who the fuck is they? I, I believe. Oh, is that what you believe? Your belief doesn't make it true. I believe that in all 50 states, medical examiners came out and said, they made me put COVID down as the cause of death. Where? Show us. If there's uh, such a prolific fraud going on in 50 states, and there's nobody blowing the whistle? Isn't that fascinating? Oh, it must be the conspiracy is just so vast then. And there's so much evil roaming the country in disguise as what? I don't know. In disguise as people who don't want to die prematurely of COVID. Or needlessly. Or people who will do what, uh, their fucking part by putting on a mask. God, somebody please get COVID over here and take care of this fucker. This guy was stabbed to death, but they made me put down they COVID. They made me. This guy was run over by a, a tandem gravel truck doing a four-wheel drift. And the crows be pecking at your flesh, but they made me put down COVID-19. They made me. Who's they? Who's they? They made some, the, the men in black? Who? scumbags and have you seen the Alex Jones video of him stopping van loads of children being shuffled from buses into buildings little boys and girls well I gotta tell you oh yeah must be another who could be so blind they're doing it in the daylight it's gotta be Q transporting all these children Q was right from buses to vans, and then Alex Jones confronts the guy. Where are you taking these kids? Well, I don't. I, 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 he said to go here. He said to go here. Who's he? Where's here? And who are these kids? Where'd these kids come from? Where are they going? Shemaine and I are going down to the border, the Texas Mexico border. And we're going to get Greg Abbott involved. Hey, Greg Abbott. Hey, Governor Greg Abbott. Front and center. Oh, my God. Hey, Ken Paxton, Attorney General, front and center. Hey, Texas Rangers, front and center. What the fuck? Yes, because it's uh, nobody, uh, the Democrats aren't doing anything about trafficking children. Alex Jones, thank God, the great patriot Alex Jones, who peddles gold and diabetes cures, you know, who... uh, He's just trying to make America great. Found these trafficked children. Nobody wants to know anything about it because that's the way, that's how evil everybody is. Except them. Except the right-wingers who won't wear a mask. Meanwhile, okay, he's addicted to truth. He's all about truth and common sense. Right? But Ted Nugent, um, he's a sexual predator, too. 
Um, and this was an article written by Reverend Dr. Sherry Palace in 2020. So turning sexual predators into patriots, pedophiles, purity culture, and the patriarchy. She just writes, because uh, she saw this meme online every morning, and it was a picture of Ted Nugent. Every morning I wake up and feel so grateful that I'm not a brainwashed, anti-American liberal piece of shit. Really? You, you may not be liberal, but you're certainly a piece of shit. And you're certainly anti-American. You see how they done that? They twisted. They falsely claimed they, the, the, the mantle of patriotism. They don't deserve it. They know that, though. That's why they have to grab onto it with both claws and never let go. That's why they need all the the accoutrement of patriotism, all the symbols of patriotism, because the substance is out of their league. They're not patriots. They, they're you know, the last refuge of scoundrels. Yeah, what if you're not? It's you know you want to go conspiracy. It's like hide if you, you know. That should give you away. If you're such a patriot, why do you got to proclaim it all the time? Everybody would know it. By the way you behave. Why would you need all kinds of red, white, and blue bullshit? So, this uh, Reverend Palace writes, scrolling through Facebook... And this meme came across my thread. Shivers ran through my body. I angrily responded. Says the man who never served and threatened to shoot at least the, the, excuse me, and threatened to shoot the last presidential candidate and the last president. If that's what you consider a patriot, you might want to revisit this definition. My next thoughts were of the summer of 1986 when I met Ted Nugent. He was performing at the Santa Clara County Fairgrounds. My boyfriend slash future husband was working at the event. So going backstage was a regular occurrence. A smile and a please for the security guard at the gate were usually good enough to get me backstage. And if it wasn't, my boyfriend would come and give me permission to grant entry. I met dozens of artists during those summer, summer concerts at the fairgrounds, but meeting Ted Nugent was different. Everything seemed normal until I stepped through the doorway of his, of his dressing room. Across the room was a nearly naked woman lying on a built-in bench, and he was snorting lines of cocaine off her stomach. As he raised his head to inhale the coke, he noticed me. His fellow band member handed him a drink, and Ted sauntered over to, to me. As he approached, he rolled his shoulders in a drunken attempt at seduction and said, Well, aren't you a tall drink of water? I had no idea what he meant, so I smiled, as to not appear dumb. I was 16, but didn't look like your typical 16-year-old. I was nearly six feet tall, but even at my height, he towered over me. He wasn't just taller, but he was much older. He was nearly 38. Sounds like uh, Matt Getz. 
I kept looking beyond him at the woman in the background as I was trying to understand what was going on. Noticing my distraction, he looked back over his shoulder at her and then back at me. He gave me a drunkenly suggestive smile and said, you're next. He winked and leaned in as if he was trying to kiss me. I demurred, demurred and said, oh no, thanks, but can I get your autograph? I handed him a pen and offered him a ticket stub. He took the pen, but pulled pushed away the stub and began cupping my breasts. He's, she's 16, okay? I stepped back, but was immediately halted by two exceptionally large bodyguards. Nugent stepped forward to bridge the distance I had gained and said, this is where I'll sign, as he fondled my breast. He had chosen the sticker on my chest, which was the backstage pass. He whispered as he slowly signed my pass, telling me how much fun he could have with me and how much he'd teach me a few things. I was sandwiched between him and his bodyguard, so I smiled. I just smiled. The girl on the bench sat up and started putting her shirt back on. Just as my mind began to race, realizing I might, I might be in a bad situation, I heard my boyfriend call my name. Sure. Hey. I shouted back, in, in here, babe. Nugent backed off, and the brick wall of bodies behind me began to soften. My boyfriend firmly grabbed my arm and pulled me out of the dressing room. We laughed at the shit show he just dragged me out of, and we proceeded about our night. I joked, but I may have dodged a bullet. But I got his autograph. As those memories came flooding back after seeing the meme, I shared the pertinent details on Facebook. My loving friends jumped in for support and comfort, but I felt like their concern was not needed. When I saw the meme, I shuddered, not because the incident was traumatic, but because I was disgusted. The memory grossed me out. I didn't share the story to open up or expose any wounds. My initial thoughts were to dismiss their concern which sent me into a rabbit hole. How could I so easily dismiss a 37-year-old man high on coke and booze groping and propositioning me at 16? When the Me Too movement started, it forced me into think of uh, it forced me to think of and examine all the times I had been sexually assaulted. Sadly, this event didn't even make the list. But why? Why didn't it make the list? Why didn't I feel trauma from it or did I? And it's uh, kind of a long one, so I won't read the whole thing. But, um, let's see if I could sum it up at the end. She goes on about her evangelical upbringing, which is why she didn't make a big deal out of it, but... She said, the, ch the church taught me that was normal behavior. I should have need him in the groin, but I was a good Christian. I would, ever, I would never act in such a disrespectful manner towards a man. Ted Nugent, being portrayed as a patriot and a good guy, shows how far the culture of the right has fallen. They have elevated him beyond rock star, which has already entitled him to behave this way. My story is not earth-shattering his 
song Jailbait is about sex with a 13-year-old girl, and other girls have come forward. He even bragged about it in a 1998 uh, um, interview in VH1's Behind the Music. He is a piece of shit. But more importantly, so is the system that enables and condones his behavior, the patriarchy, the purity culture, and using God to support this domination. So no, the assault by Nugent is not where my trauma is. My trauma is in everything that enables it, justifies it, and continues to perpetuate it. He's just another disgusting Republican pedophile, but the evangelicals line up to their prey. I'm s- uh, what is this? Oh, this is Nugent's. I'm so weird. I actually believe that God gave me my individual rights and that the founding fathers just wrote them down so kings and emperors and punks wouldn't try to take those rights, even though kings and tyrants and emperors have tried over the last few administrations. This is Ted Nugent talking. By that, Be that as it may, I am uninhibited... And so blood and guts, God, family, country, constitution, bill of rights, and ten commandments, I dedicate myself to be an asset to my family, my neighborhood, my fellow man, the good mother earth, and all things creation. How dare you? Well, that's the Republicans. And and she sums it up. No, my trauma is not by is not the assault by Nugent. My trauma is in everything that enables it, justifies it, and continues to perpetuate it. He is a piece of shit, but more importantly, so is the system that enables and condones his behavior. The patriarchy, the purity culture, and using God to support this domination. That's basically, ladies and gentlemen, is the theme of tonight's show. Ultimately, this is what we're talking about. It's the system. That's what's broken. That's why we need Black Lives Matter. That's why we need universal health care. We need progressive taxation. Well, we need money out of politics, living wages, all of these things. And also... We need to get these filthy fascist liars. uh, We need to diminish their their reach and their platform. All right. And we do that by by all of what you're doing. Thank you all. Honestly, this this is how we, we will win. We have to promote the liberal media. Otherwise, we're done. So thank you guys for everything tonight and every other night and for your patronage and your support, except for WM. You can go fuck off to hell now. And uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. If you, anybody, if you guys want a mug or something, send me a message. I'll send you a mug. Why not? Not WM. Only people who aren't 
assholes. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, 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 listen. I can't announce, and there was no new pa Patreon, which is very depressing, but we'll keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it, and we will win. We will win. Because we are on the right side of history. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. And thank you. Um, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Hopefully, I can do another show. One day at a time. We stick together. We win. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Tell, tell your friends about the show. Share the show if you are so inclined. And thank you. Well, that's all I can say. Thank you. I really can't do it without you. And I wouldn't want to. So, we're the best. You're the best. Yes. 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 My name is Tara Devlin. You know it. Thank you for hanging out. We. We, 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 we. Where is it? I'm trying to find some. I'm stalling here. We stick together. We win. I hope to see you very soon. <laughs>